Welcome back to the podcast. In this installment, we take a peek into what life used to be for Yidin under the Russian rule and their brutal police force, the KGB. We'll also learn about a Haleki Yiddish mother carry out a most clever and endearing plan to save her husband. Hope you enjoy. The story takes place in Russia several years ago where you were not allowed to do mitzvahs however you felt and whenever you felt. You weren't allowed to do any mitzvahs for sure, not in public, or else you would be terribly punished and maybe even chasach shalom killed. There was this one couple, Avraham and Yehudis, who lived in Russia, and they had a baby boy. And it wasn't like today where it's no problem, have the bris, not even a question. But they had a baby boy and they had a big problem because what are we going to do? How are we going to have a bris milah? The Russians are going to punish us, maybe even kill us if they find out we have a bris milah. But the father, Rabbi Avram, says, there's no way I am having a baby without a bris milah. So he says, we're going to plan and we're going to be very secretive. And we're going to try to make a bris, even though the Russians do not let us. Even though the Russians would be very upset if they would hear about it. So he sends a message to a faraway town, to a mayhel, to please come and to... Shh, don't tell anyone that you're coming to my town to do a brismila. This could be very, very dangerous. Keep it quiet. Keep it quiet. Don't tell anyone. The mayhel sends back a message. No problem. I'm going to come. I'm going to come and I'm going to perform the brismila. And the father is overjoyed, of course. My son is going to have a bris milah. Unfortunately, a relative of Reb Avraham's, who is not really a good yid, finds out that Reb Avraham is going to make a bris milah on his son. What? That's terrible. He gets so mad, he goes and he tells the Russian officers. He tells the KGB. He and he says, this is a terrible thing. My cousin. And he tells on them, it's a terrible Avera what he did. And the KGB come to Rabbi Avram and they tell him, you better, better not do this bris milah. You better, you know you're not allowed to do that. And Rabbi Avram says, oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm not really sorry because this is Hashem's rules. And Hashem makes the whole, makes the world, and Hashem makes the rules. And I'm so sorry, but Hashem's rules count more than your silly Russian rules, and you are not going to stop me. And he does the bris anyways. And he does the bris anyways. And right after the bris, could you imagine after they're so happy they had a bris, the, the Russian police officers come, and they collect him from his house, and they say, you're going off to jail. This is terrible. You did it. You made a bris meal on your son. You know that's not allowed. You know the Russian government is in charge, and we don't allow you to do that. And they threw him into jail for a, a while. And after a while, they said, we're going to let you go. But I'm telling you right now, if you do this again, you are going a one-way ticket to Siberia. Siberia was a freezing cold, dangerous place where many people, most people who went there, unfortunately, never ever came back. And so he was able to leave jail. And the family carries on living in Russia. And a few years later, they have another baby. But it's a girl. And a few years later, they have twins. They have a, a boy 
and a girl. So now what? So now what? Now what do they do? And Rabbi Avram turns to his wife, you heard this, and he says, we are going to have a bris mila for our boy baby. There's no question about this. We're going to figure it out. And he does the same exact thing. He sends a message quietly. Quietly, he doesn't want anyone to find out about it. He sends a message to the male in the faraway <laughs> town. And he says, please, let's try to keep it quiet. Let's cut. Please, I don't want that relative to find out. It doesn't work, though. Because unfortunately, the relative found out that he had twins, that he had a baby girl and a baby boy. And the relative found out that he was going to do a bris on his boy baby. And the relative went right to the officers again and said, do you know what this man is doing? He is going to perform a bris milah. Ay, ay, ay. The KGB come and get him right away. And they go ahead. And Baruch Hashem, he was able to do the bris milah on his son. But again, right after the bris milah, they come. And they say, you did a terrible thing. You are not respecting the mother country of Russia. You are not respecting the Russian government. You fought for the Russians, and this is the way you act towards us. This is a terrible thing. And they throw him in jail. And they say, say goodbye to your kids. Say goodbye to your wife. Say goodbye to your bed. You are going to Siberia. Say goodbye to everything in your house. Say goodbye to all your friends. You are done. You are going to Siberia and you may not come back. And he's sitting in jail, probably saying to him, probably worrying. And his wife, Yehudas, is at home. And she thinks, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? How could I help my husband? She's looking around, and boys, by this time, she has a bunch of children. She has nine children. It's a lot of children. It's a huge amount of children. It's almost like a little class. She has nine children. Whoa. And so what she thinks, what should I do? And she comes up with a great plan because she says, I can't take care of all my nine children myself. I need my husband. So she goes ahead and... She gets all of her nine children dressed by herself. Her husband's not helping her, which is quite a difficult thing. As you see, your mothers have to get everyone dressed on every morning, for sure, on Shabbos morning. And she gets all of her nine children dressed nicely, bakovedik, respectful. And she says, kindalach, we're going for a walk. Where are we going, mommy? She says, we're, we're going to go to the KGB headquarters. She's not really sure what she's going to do, but she says, we're going to go to the KGB headquarters. And she takes all of her kindalach and she walks into the KGB headquarters. And she says, excuse me, I am looking to see the main commander of this office. And they point her in the right direction. She goes and she knocks on the door of the main commander of the big boss 
of this KGB office. And she says, excuse me, my name is Yehudis. My husband is the one you threw in jail. My husband is Avram. You threw him in jail because he did a bris milo. And you said that you're going to send him to Siberia. And the commander says, yes, I did. He did a terrible thing. He did not respect the motherland's rules. And the woman says, oh, okay, I understand. Sure, sure. But the woman says, I have a small problem. Um, I have actually a pretty big problem. Um, see, I have nine children. Count them. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. And uh, you see, I can't take care of them by myself. So if you're going to send my husband away, I'm not going to be able to take care of my children. So instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave my nine children here for you. Thank you. Have a great day. And she walks out and leaves her nine children in the office of the KGB. And she starts walking out of the KGB headquarters. As she's leaving, of course, she's saying to him because she hopes that our plan works. And before she is out of the headquarters office, the commander comes running back to her because, you see, what happened was right after she left, some of the little boys, the four-year-old mischievous boy, started getting a little bit mischievous and he started playing with all the toys all the things on uh, the commander's desk and he knocked something down and he broke a glass and the other boy wanted to sit down but then the girl wanted to sit down and the a boy wanted to sit down. they were fighting about the chair who's sitting in front because one wanted to sit in the front one said I want to sit in the front you just stand in the front I stand in the back so before long the commander's head was spinning and he said I cannot deal with she could have her children back. He ran to her and said, Yehudis, you could have your children back. You could have your husband back. Don't worry, I can't deal with all your nine children. You're right, it, it's very difficult. I couldn't deal with them for 30 seconds. And she got all of her children back and she got, got her husband back because she was a very smart woman. And when we hear this story, we have to remember and appreciate that we could do mitzvahs <laughs> without anyone bothering us, without letting we have bris milo, without anyone even saying a word to us. And of course, we have to appreciate our mothers who know what to say at the right time and our mothers who know how to plan and our mothers who know how to take care of every single thing. Story. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I'd like to give a shout out to my niece, my 10-year-old niece, Rivka Sokolov from Eretz Yisrael, Farid Chesed neighborhood whose fantastic artwork is featured in the cover art of this installment of the podcast. Thank you for your amazing work. And once again, I hope everyone enjoyed. Have a great day.